For so many modern driven women, life is about being more than one thing. We're multidimensional and so are our conversations. We carry multiple identities. We can be both mother and artist, both attorney and entrepreneur, both clinician and CEO, both humble and proud. Life for women like us is about both, about all of the above. It's about the and. Our stories are the stories of so many of you. We wanted the freedom and flexibility to live life on our own terms, and we felt the pull to be more present to our families. But we still felt drawn to contribute, to build, and to create. And we wanted to establish financial security for ourselves and our children. For us, that looked like founding software companies and then a successful coaching and online course business. But for you, that may look different. Our mission is to help other women build and grow businesses on the internet. Starting up online can be overwhelming and isolating, but it doesn't need to be. We're here to share an insider's peek into the strategies and mental resilience it takes to create and run six and seven figure online businesses. As women entrepreneurs, only 2% of us will ever earn a million dollars. We've done it ourselves and we're on a mission to help you reach financial independence by chronicling our journey and sharing our proven playbook. Join us for honest conversations about what it really means to grow a business and build a life that aligns with your values and adds something meaningful to the world. I'm Sandy Connery. And I'm Jenny Barcelos. And you're listening to the And She Spoke podcast. Make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss any of the new podcasts that drop every single Tuesday. Hi, everyone. This is Take Three. And we're talking about reminding people that you exist. Hey, say it, Andy. <laughs> I can't say your name because it turns on the little oh, just robot AI robot friend. This is like take three <laughs> because she keeps saying Sandy and it turns on her Siri and then she can't hear what I say. Oh my God, I'm dying. I'm dying. It's, okay. Yeah, it's a lot. Right. It's a lot. We're just, just going to have to change your name. That's what, how we're going to oh, solve Not to Candy, as you just suggested. <laughs> I don't like that name. Okay. We're talking about reminding people <laughs> you exist. <laughs> okay. Why do we need to do this, Jenny? Okay. Because I saw this really interesting thread on Twitter in the Dude Bro world, which we've talked about as being a really interesting place to spend time in Dude Bro marketing. And I actually think it's a really smart concept. And it's basically just most people who are selling things on the internet just don't talk about their offer enough. They, or they don't even speak enough. They don't do any kind of thought leadership or promotional work enough. Because I think we as creators tend to think that we're over- speaking or over showing up or taking up too much space. And as women, I think that's only amplified. So that's why we're talking about it because it's super, super important. I read one of the comments in that thread, which I think it's hilarious that you're always on Twitter now, by the way. The comment was, when you're getting bored of saying it, that's when they're just starting to hear it. And I don't think that we consider that enough. And especially as women, as you just alluded to, it's like, I don't want to bother people. I don't want to annoy people. I already told them if they wanted it, they'd have bought by now. And that's like, all of that is not true. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And if somebody is like sitting there listening to everything you say on social media and reading every email you send to your email marketing list and is getting irritated by everything you're saying, like they're going to leave and they're not the right fit for you, right? For the most part, we're all really busy people. We only see this like tiny little 
fraction of what anyone creates, this little sliver. And so like if someone's interested in you and your work, they're only seeing a sliver of what you make. And so if you are intentionally holding back in this like false sense that everyone is seeing everything you make, you're just like honestly going to slow down the growth of your business so much because you're just not communicating enough. Yeah. I think the faster that you can get over this, the faster you're going to reach the money. And I think we've just gone through that last year or so. And it's an enormous difference to just constantly email. I think one of the biggest mistakes people make is not emailing. I mean, this is this is true in all like social media and webinars and all sorts of things. In the context of sending emails, I think we all need to send more emails. And the faster we can get around that, the more money. People are not irritated. And as you said, if they are, they just leave your list. Mm-hmm. They just disappear. Yeah, I think that's right. And that's just part of being a business owner and an entrepreneur is taking up space. Like it just is. Because there's not like a job you go to where you have a desk and someone made a little space for you and you just show up every day. Like you have to actively be making your own space, like buying that domain, writing that blog post, posting that podcast, like publishing the YouTube video. Like you have to show up and make your own space and kind of like demand it every single day as an entrepreneur. And so like that's only going to be reflected in your sales. Like if you're not doing that, then you're not going to make money. It's just that simple. It's like the concept of like being really, really consistent with your messaging. So if you have, so one of the things that we're always talking about with our clients is to sell that one thing all the way to 100K. So it's being super specific with that one thing, like not making a hundred and having that one thing. And so everything that you do in your marketing and messaging is leading them to that one thing that you are selling. And what that does for the reader, the consumer, the potential client is it gives them so much confidence in you as an expert, as a leader. There's like safety. I see what she's talking about. I get it. She's the right coach for me. It's really, you sort of like plant your flag and like, this is what I'm about. This is what I'm good at. And this is, you know, who I want to attract. And it's so much easier in the sales cycle or sales process to be like, okay, I get who she is. But I think what we do in our head so much is we say, I've already said it. They've already heard it. I've got to come up with something new to sell a new topic, like that it's new and interesting. And then you just bring yourself right back to ground zero again and start that sort of confidence and that messaging all over again. Yeah, I think that's right. You know what? And this just reminds me like of the music industry. I'm just thinking about this because we just, I mentioned YouTube and I spend an obscene amount of time on YouTube every single day of my life, which is a whole other story. But I have started watching like old (laughs) hand filmed on phone concerts for like from the last 10 years in different venues like I'll watch like the Newport Folk Festival like people just like filming with their phone or at Austin City Limits or wherever I realize like how much joy people get from like hearing songs they recognize that are really really old it's like it'd be like telling a musician you need to be only singing new songs that you wrote that's a great analogy actually yeah (laughs) because I don't want to hear the new songs like as a fan I like find all my favorite musicians and I go listen to them on YouTube in different like venues and different years playing the same song and I'm like oh they played it a little differently this time and like I don't really want to hear the new song I mean sometimes but mostly I'm just like I'm in love with this music, right? And I want to hear it over and over. And like, I think that we need to think of ourselves like that as, as artists. 
I think that that could be pulled into the analogy of like webinars. And I think a lot of people who are selling in that way or workshops or five-day challenges or whatever it may be, some kind of live promotion, that we feel like we need to create new things every time that we do it. And what we're saying is you don't. You want to just use the same thing over and over and over again. So that's why, you know, when we talk about helping people to get that first 100K without the burnout, this is part of it is that you don't constantly have to write new songs or create new webinars. You continually use the same emails, use the same trainings, and just get a little bit better every time you, in quotations, perform it, right? So that you can just have some more mental space and you're not constantly putting the pressure on to create something new and wonderful and amazing that will lead to a sale because the last one didn't. It's yeah. the opposite. Yeah. And you know, this is also why the visibility work is so important because if you as a creator think you have this like finite audience of the existing people that you have, you have this pressure to always be making new things for this small group of people. Right, true. But if you think about yourself as someone who has a message to share in the world then your job is really to go out and like proselytize your message and get more people to hear you. And then like, of course, it makes sense to say the same message over and over again, right? Like you're just knocking on more doors and getting more people to hear your message. And that's really your job as an entrepreneur selling something. And so like sometimes it's going to take people 30 times to hear you. And some people, it'll take them the first knock on the door and they're ready to sign up. And some people are not the right fit and they're never going to sign up. But you've got to just knock on a crap ton of doors in order to like get yourself in front of enough people to like build your movement. And I think each time you knock on the door, you practice your message, you practice believing, you practice saying it, you practice, 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 and you get better and better and better every time you say that new thing. And sometimes you have to change like the message is the same, but maybe you say it, you know, you get a little bit more creative or a little bit more clear in how you say it, but it's the practice. But if you're constantly saying something new each time, that's when it's just it's just so, so frustrating. Like the newness is for your like weekly content, your weekly content that you're producing for free as a blogger, a podcaster, as a YouTuber. Like that's where you get to play in the newness, like play with new ideas and share different concepts or stories. Like that's where that work is. But on your selling and your marketing, that should be like kind of like the same old record, like just like you said, getting better and better with age. And I just... I think that's where people slip up. I want to share a personal story and what you just called me out on just like an hour ago is we have a Shopify um, store called the Luminous Shop and we sell all sorts of digital downloads and email templates and website and, and legal templates and so on. And you said to me, Sandy, why aren't you sending emails every month about this shop? And I'm like, oh, because they've, I've done it so much and I just keep saying the same thing over and over again. And you were like, yeah, but... I haven't seen anything about your the legal templates. Like, oh, this is exactly what's happening to me is like, I am not reminding people that we have a Shopify store and all of the amazing things that are there and how much time it will save everyone because I feel like I've said it. And I have said it a lot of times, but so what? Like say it again, right? And they're not remembering that we've got, you know, waivers and and privacy policies, you know, at a really, really good rate. So I am going to do that. So if, for those of you on our list, <laughs> watch out. Emails coming your way. Yeah. And uh, the original reason I brought this up is because of this Twitter thread that I was reading that I shared with you. And it's like 
Justin Welch, and he's like really smart marketer guy. And he basically said when he sends an email reminding people of his offer, he makes what five times more money that day. And he like shows a screenshot of his like sales dashboard. And it's just like, yeah, like, yeah, A, because there's new people and B, because there's people that need to hear it again, or it's the right time for them now, or right? Like you have to remind people. And so if we see what we sell as a service, as something that's helpful, then it makes sense for us to remind people like, hey, come buy these templates because they're going to save you time and money. Like it's a gift to remind people, right? Like that's our active service. And so yes, we make some money on the back end, but it's also just like the reason we have that part of our business is to make people's lives easier and make it easier for them to run their business. So it's it's like helpful for them. <laughs> yeah. But it's just, I get that it's so easy to fall into that trap of like, I've already said it, they already know, but they don't. Like you have to constantly remind people. And it's, because if you're not reminding them, there's another email in their inbox. It's like asking them to buy something or go somewhere or join something or whatever. Yeah. It's like the schoolhouse store reminding me to buy a comforter cover that I looked at one time three weeks ago, every day sending me a snapshot of like that screen. Remember this? Do you want to add this to your cart? Like we get reminded by like all these e-commerce brands all the time, like on a daily basis of remember this thing that you said you were interested in? It's still here for you. But as online business owners, we don't do that, right? Like we're so reluctant to be Pottery Barn. <laughs> and and like we as we should be, like daily harassing people about something they should put in their cart is maybe too much, but like every week, every month, it's not. And so because again, you're competing with all of those kinds of brands, as well as every other online business, as well as the news, as well as social media, as well as AI, as well as everything, right? So like you have to take up your space. Yeah. And so that's what we're encouraging you to do. You're all fired up about your business until you have to go and market it, talk about it, promote it. All of that feels so heavy, hard, and overwhelming. We know that your business will flourish when you become comfortable promoting your work. And for that reason, we created Visible, a program that helps women amplify their voice in a world that tries to keep them quiet. Build an audience around your body of work and not just your body. So forget everything you've been taught about marketing. Visible is your fastest route to building an audience of raving fans that can turn into paying clients. And side bonus, you can ignore trend alerts on Instagram. Join Visible today at joinvisible.co. Take up space and remind everyone you are there, that you exist and you have something amazing that will help their life. Yeah. You know, I would love to run an experiment, Sandy, where we picked like one of our offers, whether it's the shop or one of our two main offers in our coaching program, the luminaries are visible and like just try on sending a weekly email for like three months and just see how that affects our business. Like what if we just were promoting the same thing on a weekly basis? Like it breaks kind of all the rules, like the online business rules. It's a little heavier than we recommend. But like, I just wonder how that actually would affect our bottom line if we acted a little bit more like an e-commerce store. Okay. That's super interesting, right? I mean, we definitely get some unsubscribes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. However, what I and all our clients know this, I'm really fascinated about trying to say, 
what it is you do and f- who it's for and the problem you solve and all of that in different ways. Like, how can I get better? How can I communicate it better and more concisely? And that would be such a cool exercise. So if we took the program, I love that we're just like hashing this out live. If we took the program Visible, our $1,000 program, to take the emails that we did from our original launch and just send those over, I think there's eight or nine of them, like to send them over the next two months and just keep tweaking, like just read the message and watch the the inbox to see what the questions are. And just, can we just do that? Why don't Let's we do, do that? it. Okay. We are announcing it here. You heard it here first. Follow us for marketing experiments. We'll spill the tea. And then do you want to just do like a report every podcast on how it's doing or every two weeks or whatever? Or maybe, just yeah, to- like every month or something. And definitely at the end. Like, I think it'd be worth, like, I'm sure, here's my prediction. Our unsubscribe rates will go up but we will make more sales. <laughs> that's my prediction, totally which is like okay the trade. That. That's, that's yeah. how it works with a launch too, yeah, right? Like no is you point in holding on to those emails. I'd rather have the money than the emails. Okay. That I want to get that on a t-shirt, Sandy. <laughs> that's like, that should, it. yeah, that we need to print that somewhere. I need to put that on the wall on a neon sign. <laughs> I'd rather have the money than the emails. Money Send over email. emails. <laughs> money greater than sign emails. Okay. I think this is really good because I do think, I know we're like talking about this concept, but clearly there is some mindset work for the both of us to start to be okay or to even to think like that, right? Like to challenge ourselves to think about how else can I market and sell? What have I not tried? What are the industries that are doing this really well? How can I kind of take from that, borrow from them and make some more money and get rid of the emails that are not interested in us? Okay. I love it. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. Yeah. And you know what? I will just say for those people that like follow us in our business journey, the reason I'm so much more comfortable with sending emails now is because of the separation we've done between our two companies. Because when it was not separate, I felt like it was unfair on either side to be sending too many emails because some people are here for the coaching and some people are here for the software. And if we're sending a ton of emails for either of those things, like we run the real risk of like, irritating people to some degree for something that they never signed up for. And now that we have split our little companies in two, now it's like you're on this list because you're interested in this thing. And if you're not, then you can leave. But like, it's a direct connection, right? We're sending, you're on our list of our coaching company because you are interested in our podcasts and our coaching programs. And if you're not, and because we're sending too many coaching emails, then like, that's fine. Bye. You know? So I also think that the clarity of your business and like what it stands for and who it serves helps you to set the stage for this kind of like marketing. Because when you have ambiguity, like I know a lot of our clients are like former brick and mortar owners and now they have an online business. And like, I think that there's a lot of messiness there with, well, these people knew me from this context and I don't want to bother them. And so the more you can kind of clarify your like actual business structure and then you're going to be able to send more emails. That's all. That doesn't mean you have to totally split into two legal entities, but you could just segment on your list. Like these people are interested in the brick and mortar and these people are interested in the whatever, coaching, teaching, whatever. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Okay. Let's do joy joy and hustle. Okay. Joy, why don't you start with the joy and then I'll tell my story about it. Okay. So the joy today is a U.S. company called Plantarina. It is one of the YouTube channels that I watch religiously because the lady is hilarious and she talks about plants and she 
walks you through her home and she walks you through their greenhouses in Florida. I've learned everything about plants from this lady whose name I embarrassingly can't remember. And I think she's hilarious. And she's, I think what I love about her, she stumbles so much and she just makes fun of herself so much. And there's no perfectionism whatsoever. And I, being Canadian, can't order plants and cross the border unless you do it illegally on Facebook Marketplace like I sometimes do. But for the real companies, you cannot send plants across the border. So I've never been able to buy from her, but I've scoped out the website. So I wanted to send Jenny a housewarming gift. And I was originally looking in your area just for like someone to deliver flowers. And then I'm like, oh, that's kind of dumb. Like, let's do plants because I know you're looking to, to decorate your new office. And uh, it was so freaking expensive to just like find, I don't know, like a local flower shop or whatever to deliver. It was ridiculous. And so I was like, wait, I'm going to order from Plant Arena. And so I went on the website, super clear, and I just hit a weekend where it was 50% off. I would have paid full price for you, Jenny, just for the record, no problem. But it was like like wonderful to find like the entire site was half price. And then I got to choose the pot to like the cover pot. So like it came like ready for you. And then because it was cool when I ordered, there was a whatever, a $10 charge for the like winter packaging or whatever. And then I just got an email yesterday saying, hey, thanks for your order. We just refunding that $10 because it was actually quite warm when we shipped it. So we didn't have to do that. And it was like the nicest email. And I actually responded to it, which I would never would normally because it's just probably automated. But it was like so kind of them to, because they didn't have to, that I would never know what the temperature is in Florida to Arizona. So I just appreciated that so much and that they sent me a note and that they did refund it. And I just think they are an amazing company. The service was outstanding. That's my side. Well, thank you. I was so surprised and so happy to see that box because I was kind of having a low day yesterday, low energy afternoon because I think just it's been so chaotic. And then all of a sudden, you know, when things aren't as chaotic and you're like, Hmm. Yeah, it was an adjustment there. (laughs) I like saw the box and I was like, what is this? I don't think I ordered anything, but, and then I opened it and there's these three beautiful plants and they were, the packaging was like so pleasurable to just experience like this brown paper packaging. And it was tied with like this natural twine and there were little cards and tags on every plant with little instructions. And it was just so well done and everything was super recyclable. And then I went on the website to like learn more about the plant care. And then I saw how beautiful and elegant the website was. It was just such a special experience, like compared to getting something like a local floral, which would have been lovely also, but you know, just more predictable. And this is, this was just delightful to get a package from her. So yeah, thank you. Yeah. It was welcome. Great. You know, I've, I felt like I literally have learned everything from her and I've never been able to purchase, you know? And so I was so happy to give them some money to, you know, which is why you start a YouTube channel, right? Cause I am aware that she exists all the time. Cause I watch her all the time. So yeah, I was really pleased to do business with them. Oh, that's great. And I think I'm going to order some more from there too because I was so happy with the results. Yeah, And and she's super like the health of the plants is really, really important. And so I would trust her and her partner. I'm sorry that I can't remember her name. I watched so much of her. Like they care so much. I think that's that's the thing. And then she's also super creative. And so even the way she has like tons of videos on how to style your house with plants, which I love that too. Okay. Enough about plants. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's never enough about that. 
plants or bees, Sandy. Okay, hustle. So the hustle for today is an app called Readwise, R-E-A-D-W-I-S-E. And this is an app that I've played around with actually before a couple of times, but I wasn't willing to take the time to learn how to properly use it. (laughs) And I share like an Amazon family account. Basically what it does is it takes what you read, like there's a little Chrome extension and there's a mobile app and a desktop app. And it takes what you read and like what you highlight in any like Kindle books and what you read on like news websites or blogs or Twitter. And you can like basically use little Chrome extension or use like the native capture tools in Kindle for highlighting and it sends it to this app. So it kind of like collates all of the ideas and articles and underlines and stuff you have. And, you know, you and I both use Evernote and have for years, Sandy, and I use like the notes app on my Mac to track stuff and I use all kinds of other places, but I haven't like put everything in one place that's easily kind of sortable. And I'm really into like, to me, 2023 is the year of like truly leaning into being a creator and not just being behind the scenes. And so that means more podcasting, more blogging, more YouTubing. And I really wanted a better way to organize my like information gathering. So I I think it's great. I signed up for it. I've gone through some Loom videos and tutorials. It's making a lot more sense to me. And I'm already starting to kind of see the benefits of using it. So if I was, or if you were looking on Twitter or on like if you saw information or ideas for podcast, you could highlight that mm-hmm. and you could like tag it or something and it would be in this app as like podcast ideas. Is that yeah. Right? And then what happens is it also, I connected Ever my Evernote to it. So it also sends it into an Evernote folder. So it's like a, a Readwise Evernote folder. So it basically just like automatically takes anything. Like I click this little R yellow around it, Chrome extension, and it sends it. And it's like, the thing about Readwise that's really neat is that it also like you can have it send it you a daily digest. So often I see things and then they're gone, right? Because I'm, I'm about to hop into a meeting or I'm, you know, in the middle of a work task and I see something and I'm like, oh, I want to save that for later. And how often do we do that and like not come back to it? And so what this does is it also like sends you like two sentences. It's like a digest of all the stuff that you brought in yesterday of like, here's what you sent to Readwise. And then it also like for people who are heavy readers, it takes what you're reading in your Kobo or your Kindle and it sends it in there what you're highlighting. So it's like all of your brain, like all the things you're collecting, it kind of puts them into this useful place. But does it just send it into one place? Like if you had two different topics, like, I don't know, like business ideas versus podcast ideas, when you click that little Chrome extension, do you get to say like separate this into a different file or place? I'm not that advanced yet. Sandy. Okay, okay. Like, you okay. can do like a whole episode in like two weeks when I <laughs> learn properly how to use it. I watched like a 20 minute Loom video about like kind of how it all works. And so, and I started to get the digests. And then the other thing I will say is that, that like you, even though I've started using this now, I could put in like my favorite books into Readwise and it takes like the most popular highlights like from the Kindle version and gives you those like what other people highlight, which is also really interesting. So even though like if I read a book on paper, 
I can say like, oh, The Icarus Deception by Seth Godin is one of my favorite business books. I entered that in and then it's like sends me all the top highlighted passages from that, which is like also super like helpful because I haven't read that book in five years, you know? And so, and then if you read paper and you highlight or underline on paper, you can take a screenshot with the mobile app and it like sends it in and reads it and like is searchable those sections too. So if you're like reading something on paper, you can do it too, which is super cool. I did want to say the reason I stopped using it before, like I started using it twice and I stopped both times because I share an Amazon account with my family. My daughter is like a super heavy reader. Like she reads like 10 books a week, at least like the 300 page, but she's intense. And so our Kindle accounts are connected. So I got like overwhelmed by like Harry Potter quotes the, like the two other times I've tried to use this. So this time I'm not connecting it to my own Kindle account. So for those of you who have families that use Amazon family plan, whatever, don't just like, that's my one warning. And maybe I just didn't know how to separate that properly. But I was like, that is like, it sent like 5,000 Harry Potter quotes into my Evernote. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God, like that's not helpful for me yeah. at all. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, okay, so I just, I limited cool. it. But, Yeah. So I think for those of you that are content creators and you have a podcast or a blog or a YouTube channel and you're like wanting to curate information and like, you know, we recommend that our clients like are doing research for many of the articles that they're writing or the the content they're producing. Like you just want to organize your research. It's super fast. Like I watched a bunch of YouTube tutorials of people who use this to like basically instantly outline their content. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Does it connect to chat GPT? I think the tutorial I was watching today, it was showing how it has its own AI built in. I don't know if it's connected to open AI. I'm just tongue in cheek here. Like everything is chat GPT. Anyway. Okay. That's super cool. I'm not going to use it yet. I'm going to watch you and you're going to tell me. I will teach you. Let me learn and finish it. But I do, it was like $7.99 a month. I just bought the annual plan because I'm committing to going through all the tutorials. But like just the last few days since I signed up in the Daily Digest, like I said, have already been like super helpful for me. And if you have a paid account on a news platform, it'll draw the whole article in also, which I think is really helpful too, because sometimes I want to share those with you and you're like, you don't pay for the New York Times maybe. And you know, like that kind of stuff, like I can like just send those articles and my highlights and like whatever into that. So I'll be able to share that for you if we're prepping for a podcast or something. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be great. Super cool. Okay. Awesome. All right. That's it. Thank you, Jenny. (laughs) Thank you, Sandy. All right, folks. We'll see you next time. This podcast is brought to you by Marvelous. Marvelous helps you build and grow your own courses, memberships, and live streamed programs. Go from idea to open for business in just minutes. If you're looking for a simple, beautiful, custom branded platform to build and grow your online business, you can learn more at heymarvelous.com.